Hey everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is Thursday, we are talking about PTSD relationships. And today we're gonna be talking about, is it possible to save a relationship from PTSD? This is something Brad mm. and I went through and it was excruciating. So that's the topic we're gonna be talking about today. Today's episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name's Keleen. I had CPTSD for more than 15 years and now no longer do. And um, that's why I get to do what I do and coach people all over the world and help them make that same transformation. I helped Brad make that same transformation back when we were struggling and things were so dark. So this lovely man to my <laughs> right here is... Brad, I am Kayleen's... I'm lucky enough to be Kayleen's significant other. And um, I'm, su I'm super excited about today and every Thursday where we get to talk about relationships because that is one of the hardest things to... It's hard to, it, when you're just smiling at me like oh, that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'll smile <laughs> no, You don't have to stop. I'll smile um, at you in there. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, relationships is one of the hardest things, just in general, just in life. But then you throw PTSD in there, and it's like, seems impossible. And then everybody else is telling you that it's impossible, too. So that's what we're talking about today. Is it even possible to save a relationship from PTSD? And obviously, you probably know our answer, because we're here today. We're but here today. Um, that is who I am, and I'm very excited for this episode. So this is one of my favorite episodes always. So on Thursdays, we talk about PTSD and relationships, and you get kind of a unique perspective. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for all the hearts and the waves and stuff. Oh, we love having you, you all. Um, you get kind of a, a unique perspective. Now, we've both had PTSD in the relationship, and but you get to see both sides. You know, you get to see kind of what the other person is thinking. So if you're the one with PTSD in the relationship, you know, Brad has a very unique view of, of how that other person is feeling and thinking. And there's two sides to this, right? You're talking about two individuals coming together as a team. And, you know, just like Brad said, relationships in general are really hard. You're talking about, like, I don't know if this is global or just American, but the divorce rate is 50%. And then you throw PTSD in there, and it jumps up to 70%. So this is a really challenging thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I love Brad very, very dearly. He's the most amazing person on the planet, in my opinion. And, you know, losing him and almost losing him and all the pain we went through was it was so, so hard and so excruciating. Mm -hmm. So we want to shed some light on that and um, talk a little bit about that. So is it possible to save a relationship from PTSD, Brad? That's a great question, Kayleen. But the answer is yes. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. And I think a, an important thing for everybody out there to know is that, you know, we didn't always believe that it was possible. We used to think that it was absolutely impossible because, 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 like, obviously, first of all, it's hard. You're almost fighting every single day. You're yelling at each other. You're screaming at each other. You're doing things that, you know, that you regret almost instantly after doing them. And then you just beat yourself up and then you get, you just spiral down together down this deep, dark hole. On top of that, we had family members telling us, know that th that this isn't the right thing that you know this probably just like this isn't going to work out for you guys should, you should probably find somebody else um and then like therapists professionals who were like you know like it sounds like like said to me it's, it sounds like you know like you know she's going through something really hard and like you should probably just move on and like just like let it be and just like this is her thing to go through like you don't have to go through it with her and like so not only were we having those thoughts in our own head that this is impossible and we're like, this is really, really hard, but we had a ton of other inputs coming in telling us that it was impossible. Um, but today, what we want to talk, talk, talk to you about are some, we want to talk about like four things that um, we kind of discovered along the way that really allowed us to 
um, push through all that doubt, push through all that, you know, disbelief and ultimately pushed us to this point where we are right now, where we're, we're waking up happy. Because we, 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 we used to be at a point where, like, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, like, sleep in the same room, in the same bed with her. I couldn't hold her without just being, like, so anxious in my heart just like racing and I know Kayleen's felt like the same thing and like we ended up living in different states for like three months because of this it drove us apart and now we're at a place where we're we're able to you know obviously <laughs> sleep in the same bed you know like I can hold her and I feel completely calm and what we want to share with you today are like those four things that reflecting on our journey really allowed us to get to the point where we are right now and you know it really does start with um building that strong and really just like building that unbreakable belief that you can do this and that you can do this together with your partner and that's what we want to bring again to you is to build that belief that you can do this if like both of you are in love and like you believe that you're your soulmates and like you're just like you want to do this but you just don't know how and you don't even know if it's possible we want to say that it is possible um if you're willing to put in the work if you're willing to be committed and push through all the pain and, and resolve a lot of things and put your ego aside for so many time and 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 time again <laughs> to resolve things for the best of, of the relationship. So that's really what we're talking about. It is possible. You have to build that belief inside of you that it is possible. And then share that with your share that with your significant other. If you're if you're with it, your significant other right now, uh, maybe not right now, but like you're you're mm. with your significant other share this share this episode with them we're going to be um we're going to be posting it later so all of you who are showing up live you can you know grab the link to that and share that with them so you're both on the same page because that is one of the most important things but um if you're ready i can go i can go into the four things i think you said it well i mean the belief and we we had the the opposite belief constantly reinforced and the the only thing that i want to add you know you're, you're up against a really challenging situation, right, just in general. So you're in a relationship. That's really challenging. And, and then you have, you know, PTSD. So now you have two really challenging situations. And then maybe now your partner has PTSD or, or secondhand PTSD mm-hmm. or, or caregiver support issues. Yeah. And n- now you have three incredibly challenging situations. And what, what I want to do right now is just we'll blanket over them. For those of you who have listened to us before, who d- for those of you who know about us, you know that the, the recovery, I- it's possible to recover from PTSD. It's possible to live a life free of PTSD and, and everything that goes with it. So that's what we're here to, to share with you. But I want to blanket over those three beliefs that it's, it's possible to, to heal from PTSD completely mm. and have it never, ever affect you again. It's possible to heal your relationship and it's possible to heal the what PTSD has done to your relationship, which is almost like a third element. So it's mm-hmm. like your normal challenging relationship, PTSD as individuals, and then what PTSD has done to your relationship. And I just want to mm-hmm. blanket over that real quick and just say it is possible to do this in all regards and you can have an amazing life after and like. It, uh, you know, everything, you know, we do, we talk about, you know, action, action, action. And that's what we're going to be talking about here today, of course, as always. But, you know, also, you know, I, you know, I run the program. It's called Broken to Unbreakable. That's the unbreakable. That's a really important key. That's a really important mm-hmm. part is like all of this like BS, excuse my language, that you go through, 
you just you get all these tools and you get this knowledge and you get this amazing foundation when you're able to push through when you're able to commit when you're able to do this especially with each other especially within a relationship you create this like you can handle anything unstoppable unbreakable relationship unbreakable tools and mm. resources and communication and just everything so so but that we're going to be talking about the the four kind of principles to that today and um yeah that's yeah, that's just yeah. what i wanted to mention quick yeah of course yeah that was awesome and like the these are gonna be like the four things i'll go through them right now that really helped us and really allowed us to get to where we are today and the first one is commitment over the long term the second one is patience a heck of a lot of patience and a belief for a better future which we'll talk about how you can build that and everything um third is hard work and growth having that growth mindset on both sides and being on the same page with that and the fourth one is a hell of a lot of communication and understanding and work to understanding the truth the real truth of the situation and about your partner and about their feeling what they're experiencing so those are the four things the first thing that we're going to talk about is commitment over the long term so Kay kayleen kayleen what does what does commitment to you mean in a relationship and how did it help you? Well, I think that the commitment is such an important piece. And committing together, committing to yourselves. I talk a lot about commitment within the recovery program. It's a really it's just a really important just topic just in general. You know, and, and something I do and something I've shared before is it's called a commitment contract. And it's it's a one on one thing. It's a it's a personal thing. Uh, but it's something we also do when we teach about relationships and we teach about like you know, getting on the same page, and we'll talk about communication in a second, but, you know, both showing your commitment to each other and with each other is one of the most powerful things you have because once you have this commitment and you kind of, like, interlock, you you lock it up, and then you kind of, that's the first step. That's the first foundation, okay? We are committed to each other. We know that there is, you know, something beyond this. We know that it's going to be really challenging. We know no matter what happens, no matter what we I don't know, say to each other, no matter how many fights we have, that we're going to get back up and we're going to continue on this journey. So mm -hmm. that commitment takes these two kind of individual pieces in it and it locks it up and creates the, the very first thing you need. The very first foundation is like, yeah. this is going to be the hardest journey that we go through within our relationship, within our individual selves. And, you know, we're, we know that up front. We have the tools, we have the resources and we're committing to this. We're going to do this. And, you know, just making sure that commitment is true on both sides and coming together with that commitment. And, and then and then everything gets a lot. You can you, it's almost like you take a weight off and you say, mm. OK, you know, yeah, this is going to be really, really hard. But you can take that weight off and know that you're committed to each other and know mm. that you're going to get back up and know that everything will work out even in the hardest of moments. And that was something really important, even in the moments where I was like, oh, is this? Is this the end? like after we like fully committed to each other and we had that conversation and you know we talked about what this journey would look like and what it would mean, even in those really painful moments, you know I could say to myself and Brad could say to himself, okay, this is just a moment. There will be something on the other side of it, and and we're gonna be stronger because of it. We're looking for solutions actively. Mm -hmm. How can how can this really bad situation end? How can we resolve this situation? How can we how can we how can we Mm -hmm. And we as a team develop this how can I or how can we attitude that is so, so important. So the commitment, I mean, it is, is essential. It's, it's truly it's, it's essential. It's really everything. I mean, it means, it means to me that no matter how many walls you hit, 
over and over. You're going to hit a ton of walls, mm-hmm. more than you want. <laughs> Trust me, you're going to hit more walls than you want. You're going to face more challenges than you want. But it means committing to yourself and to your partner and to your relationship that no matter how many walls you hit, no matter no matter how many fights you have, no matter how many like dark times you have, that you are going to stick through it. You're going to stick with it to the very end. To the, to the very end where you are happy and you have that vision in your mind, which we're going to be talking about um, shortly. And it means not having a backup plan. It means not allowing yourself in your mind mentally or anywhere else to be like, okay, well, if, if, if this doesn't go perfectly, I'm going to back out and I'm going to do this other thing. To be like, no, I'm all in. Commitment means like you're all in. And both sides need to be all in on this thing. And like, we're going, <laughs> like, like, we're just like, we're just like locked together. We're like all in on this thing. And we're not going to give up until no matter what we go through. We're never going to give up. And that's what it is. And a big part about that is is um, communicating that. So you're both. So like that, that like one side can be fully committed all in. But if the other side isn't, it's it's going to be hard. You know, it's it's really it's really a team effort when it comes down to it. Um, so an essential piece, which, again, we're going to be talking about in a little bit, too, is the communication where you're just. Like you're you're constantly communicating like, hey, I'm committed to you. Like like we're gonna do this. Like I'm never gonna give up. Give up. And like we're never gonna give up. We can do this. And like and like constantly reaffirming that with your partner together, that you're gonna be able to do this. That you're doing everything you can to get through this and to get better and to not just stagnate. You're like you're actually doing stuff to grow. Um, which I'm hitting on so many different points right now. But uh, there's so much that goes into this. Yeah. It, it really is this kind of web of complexity and. You know, when we talk about commitment, I want to talk just for a second about what changed kind of when we committed. So, like, we, you know, we were in a committed, a committed, quote unquote, relationship. But when we when we truly made the commitment to each other to be on this journey together, to to really take this, take this as a team Mm -hmm. and figure this out as a team and turn toward each other, even when it was hard, things changed a lot. And there were some things and, you know, communication and this commitment go hand in hand because you have to communicate about your commitment um, but there were some things that changed. There were some things that we took off the table. You know, we sat down and we had a conversation about commitment and we took some things off the table, like some things, even in, in our worst moments, you know, we said, okay, these things are completely off limits. There is no more threatening to leave. There is no more, you mm-hmm. know, should I even be with you questioning our relationship, questioning, you know, if we deserve each other or who deserves water, who deserves better. Those things were completely off the table. And so once we committed and we saw where we were going and we communicated mm-hmm. to what's our goal, what's our vision, you know, are we committed to each other? And we both said, yes, we're 100% committed to this. We, we took those things off the table. So they, they, it was no longer this uncertainty about yeah. having a really bad moment and being like, oh, but is this the end? But, but, okay, but okay, I'll just leave. I was a runner, personally. I was like, okay, you know what? We were both Fine. runners. Fine, uh, you know, I'll leave and you can live your life <laughs> and it will be great and you will be way better off. And so we took that off the table completely. Mm-hmm. And in those hard moments, you know, was it challenging? Yes, but was it fruitful to, to make that commitment to each other and to, to decide to go at this as a team? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, and it took us a long time to get to that point to realize that we needed to commit to that and remove all those things. And just remove all the doubt that we had in our own minds and just be like, we're not even going to give the doubt any energy. We're not going to feed the doubt. We're going to, you know, feed the commitment. So we're not even going to bring that up into our relationship because we found every time that, you know, like Kaylee would do it, I would do it. Like, be like, I, like, I don't even know. I need to, I need to think about this. And she's like, think about what? I'm like, I need to think about this relationship. And that would just like, it would take us to, to, to where we're like, we're doing like 
okay, things aren't really great, obviously, down to like, oh my God, I'm going to lose everything and like panic mode, <laughs> essentially. Yeah. So, but it took us a lot of doing that over and over and over and over again on both sides. We both did it um, to realize that, you know, that was hurting us so much. And at that moment, once we commit and we're like, okay, we're not going to do these things anymore. We're not going to say these things. We're not going to entertain doubt into our lives or into our relationship. Then we stopped pulling ourselves down so we could start making consistent progress up. So that's, that's, that's commitment. And that's why it's so important. And you just need to stop. The other piece, you need to stop dipping your toes in. Stop like, cause when you're not fully committed, you're not full. You're not like, you're not in it. You're not jumped in full. Like, you're not putting all your effort into it. You're like, okay, well, I'm going to do a little bit, but if it doesn't work, I'm going to back out, you know, because you're not fully committed. If you're fully committed, you're all in. You're going to put all your effort into this. You're going to work on this. You're going to, like, you're going to read books on this. You're going to, like, show up to podcasts like this, and you're going to learn more and more and more and more if you're fully committed, and then you're going to communicate that with your par- with your partner. You're going to do whatever it takes, but if you're not fully committed, you're not going to do whatever it takes. Like, if you don't, like, truly want this, then, and you don't truly believe that this is, like, going to happen, you're not going to do whatever it takes to get there. And if you're not willing to do whatever it takes to get there, you might not get there. And the other thing I just want to add, and that, that, that is so awesome. Like you have to jump in, you, you have to jump in. And once we, we did jump in, we did commit the dialogue changed. So when we were in those yeah. really challenging moments where we previously would have been, I need to think about it. You know, maybe this isn't even the right thing and started to run and started to kind of spiral when we would previously say that now it got replaced with, okay, you know, we said we're committed to each other. So how are we going to work this out? Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to resolve this? Mm-hmm. What do we need to do? Because because we committed to each other. So the dialogue, right. om- like I- literally almost in a second, in a day, right. completely changed to, okay, well, maybe this isn't right to, no, we said this was right. So how are we going to fix it? Right. So it's, it's, I mean, we could, we could talk about this literally for hours. Basically, you just like intentionally back yourself into a corner where you have no other option than to find a solution. And when, when your only option is to find a solution, you're going to find a solution. Right. So that's what you're doing. You're taking every, all the other options off the table, and you're like, okay, this is my option. I'm in on this. I'm in on this thing, no matter what. And you're going to find a solution to it. And most of the time, like, you feel the pain, and you just back away, and you don't ever really question yourself or really do enough mental work or face the pain enough in your own mind to find the solution. Um, most people, they face a little pain, and then they just back off. So like, and that's like, that's a total mental game. And when you like back yourself into the, com- into that corner intentionally to a point where like you are forced to find a solution to this, you will find, you'll, you'll be like, oh my God, I, like all these solutions were here all along and I can do this. It's amazing. So number one. So number one. <laughs> number one is commitment. And that was, that was an awesome one. And that's, that's, oh my God, that was amazing. So we'll, we'll jump into the second one right now. Um, and you're probably like, oh my God. There's more. <laughs> and we hit on a lot of them. They, they, they kind of like, they do kind of like mix and mesh together. So you'll find a lot of similarities between these. Um, but the second one we're going to talk about is patience and a belief in a better future. So that kind of goes along with the commitment thing. A lot of these things, like I said, go, go together. But this really is about patience over the long term. Again, like being able to hit these, these roadblocks along the way. Um, in a way that I like, to, I like to think about it is like you're, you're on this journey and there are the, like there are roadblocks that you have to hit. Like you have to go through all these roadblocks to get to this destination at the end. But if you, you know, go through these roadblocks and you hit this one halfway and it's like, it's a huge one. Like it's a massive one. You've never faced one that big before and you give up, you'll never get there. But that one's inevitable. You have to go through this. Like there's, there's like a, th- you have a limited 
number of challenges in your relationship. You have a limited number of problems that you need to overcome and resolve. And once you resolve and fully resolve those problems and those, and you learn how to like handle them and like process all those things, then like you're good. Like there's just a limited number of things. And that's what, that's like the way that I think about it too. It's like, I just have to, I have to be patient and like it, it's annoying as hell. Trust me. It's annoying to be like, I'm, I'm hitting this thing. I'm think I'm doing great. I like, I think our relationship is doing great, but then we hit another problem. But that's what you have to expect and you have to be patient through those moments of where like I'm hitting these problems after problem after problem after problem. You have to be like, I'm spiking up and down. Like I feel really good. I feel like everything's great now. I think like, you know, we're happy now. But then something happens. I hit a problem and like, oh my God, is everything. Th- that's when most people go into panic mode. They're like, oh my God, is everything over? But then you like, you resolve it and then you go back up and you're like, oh, everything's great. And then you hit another problem. But that's just the journey. Um, but the key to this is when you hit that problem at the bottom, is to, to fully resolve it and, and and not just like get through it. You need to fully resolve that. Um, and there's a lot more that goes into that. But the important thing is is to know that you need to fully resolve those things and be patient over the long term and that you have a limited a number limited number of problems to work through and to resolve before you get to that finish line. Right. And with the right tools and the right process, that's also the key to this. The right tools, the right process you can solve those problems, you can resolve and you can grow from them instead of just kind of, you know, pushing them off or pushing them to the side or whatever happens, right? So each and every problem with the right tools, the right process, the right communication, the right commitment gets mm-hmm. that much easier. And and it does become this limited number of problems. And I know this was a frustration in our oh relationship. Gosh. It just seemed like Every single day we had a a new problem and it was just problems, 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 problems. And then finally, after a lot of fight and a lot of commitment and a lot of communication, it was like, oh, we haven't had an issue in like a while. Like what's going on? We're just we're just getting along. We're just living (laughs) our life together. And then something would come up and something small would come up. And now, every, you know, every now and then, you know, we, we disagree on something or we're like, oh, well, this is just what it is. And, and we, we understand each other, which we'll talk about in a second, at this, like, this very deep level where we don't, we don't mm-hmm. really have to have problems anymore. You know, we still disagree. We don't really argue. We more have conversation. But, like, it, it's just a very limited number of things to truly understand and truly figure out how to communicate in what's uh, the best way for you and your partner and your team. And it's just, it's, it's amazing, amazing, amazing. As you, you know, as you get along this journey and seeing at first, it's just like roadblock after roadblock and thing after thing after thing and frustration after frustration. And then all of a sudden to kind of get to a clearing where you, you have, you know, you and your team, you have enough time to like take a breath and like enjoy each other and love each other and then you right. reach something else and and you're more prepared for it and you're more prepared for it and it's just it's an it's an amazing journey like truly and honestly yeah i'm trying to think of a good analogy and i have a really bad one <laughs> imagine imagine that you're in a tunnel with no light or anything and you're you want to get to the end the other end of the tunnel or like you want to get out of this tunnel and the only way that you know how to get out of it is to take a pickaxe to a wall. So you just keep going through a wall and then you get to another wall and then you take the pickaxe and you go through another one. But you have no idea how many walls you need to get through or even if there is a it, even if there is a way through. So you like you keep chipping and chipping and chipping and going through all these walls and it's dark and you have no idea where you're going or what you're doing chipping through these walls, but you keep breaking them down. Um, and what most people do is like they 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 have no idea what they're doing, where they're going. Um 
and then they 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 eventually give up because they just like okay this is this is worthless like i'm not ever going to get there and um what we're what we want to do now is like we want to give you a map of that tunnel to be like okay here's the starting line here's the finish line and here is every single wall that you need to get through and break down to get to the finish right so like you have to break through you know let's say like 20 walls you have to break through 20 walls and then you're good and then you're golden right but most people don't even know so they think that it lasts forever and they don't even know if it's going to end so they end up giving up and that might not maybe do you think that was a good analogy i think it was a good analogy and and there it is you know there there's something that you know we we as kind of experts on this subject and you know i work with people all around the world you know can give you a boring machine you know or a, oh, a, dr- a drill there machine it is. right there so it is. like if if you take our advice if you work with us if you coach with us if you coach with me we're going to give you this this boring uh, uh or it's like, it's like a drill uh, like a drill machine that'll help you get through the walls that much faster we're not only <laughs> going to give you a map we're going to give you a machine yeah. so you don't have to go through all this like <laughs> you know this 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 picking and this, yeah. this manual labor so no i thought wow. that was a great analogy great See, we're a great team hear. yes we are <laughs> oh we're the best team <laughs> Um, all right, great. So we, that was patience. You need to be patient and have a belief for a better future. And we want to give you that roadmap to be like, there is a limited number of problems that you need to break through to get to that other side. And the third thing is an obvious one, hard work and growth on both sides. Notice that we always say on both sides, right? And a big part of that is communicating and getting on the same page. And that was a huge thing that we both did and, and, sh- and like made sure that we did was like, we're constantly reaffirming everything. This is what we're doing. We're committed. This is how I'm feeling. Like it's it's really annoying to do, <laughs> but we're like, how can we get through this? How can we grow? Um, but always having like like I like we said earlier, like you push yourself in that corner corner, so you're forced to grow. You're forced to find a solution to get out of this and like just break through the soil and grow into a massive tree. <laughs> All these analogies today. <laughs> Uh, that's that's a really important one. And, you know, when we talk about growth, we talk about growth on both sides. And if you've listened to us before, if you've listened to the podcast, especially the relationship episodes one, you know, we talk a lot about bringing your best self as an individual to the team. And that's really, mm-hmm. really important. You have to have to have to bring your best self to the team, to the table every single day. Right. And, you know, that's that's a big one. So you're talking about growth within your relationship as well as personal growth and growth within yourself. Yeah. And especially, you know, I mean, now we're not only dealing with a relationship, but we're dealing with PTSD as well and mm. possibly PTSD on both sides. So there needs to be a lot of this. There needs to be a lot of self-development, a lot of personal growth, a lot of personal recovery and, and self-help on both yeah. sides and then bringing it to the team and then as the team. So there's like, right. there's really these like three elements to it and it's individual, individual, and then team. And it's yeah. really important to, to have all of this on, on all of those three angles. So in all of those three areas, you know, yeah. you have to have the commitment, you have to have the communication, you have to have the personal growth in each area. And that's, what's really going to bring you up and up and up and allow you to be not just successful, but like fruitful and like, just you're going to have this amazing relationship, not just this average relationship. You're not going to mm-hmm. be the average, you know, 50% that may or may not get divorced. You're, you're going to be absolutely in the, the 30% of people who are mm-hmm. happily in a relationship and <laughs> happily key. committed and know how to communicate and can just have fun and love each other and just like be friends and like live your life together. <laughs> so, so it's important that all three of these dimensions have, have these. Yeah. Things. 
And that's that's essential because you have to ask yourself, what is a team made up of? What is a relationship made up of? A team is just made up of a group of people, a group of parts, you know? And if you have hurt people, if you have people who aren't their best, what's the team going to be like? It's not going to be a very good team, right? Because the team is just a collection of the people that are in the team, right? So really the most important thing is growth it, growth as 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 a couple, as a team, but also... Um, not also the most important thing is as yourself because if you're bringing your best self to the team the team is going to be better and that's really just what it is it's like you have you have the core you have the team but the team is made up of two people and if you have two people who are really hurt are in a lot of pain are really suffering the the core is going to be really hurt it's going to suffer and it's probably not going to last so most of the work that we did (laughs) to repair our relationship ironically was on our own to bring our best selves to to the relationship. Because once we were able to, you know, resolve so much of that internal pain, like we stopped like, you know, like getting triggered at little thing, things and starting fights or picking fights, things like that. So like, what? No, picking fights. Picking? Uh, you just looked at me. I thought you were. <laughs> what? Nothing. Implying that <laughs> you implying picked fights? No, I was picking the fights. Well, you know, I mean. I was. It's not, not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like that 80-20 rule. So if you've ever heard of the 80-20 rule, it's like 80% individual, 20% team. And that 20% is, is crucially important, but bringing your best self, like Brad said, you, you put it perfectly, you know, you're, you're 50% of the team. You're 50% of the team. And right. so that is, you know, bringing your best self is so important. Right, right. And I, I love that you said the 80-20 because that's really what it is. 80% of the success in your relationship is how you both show up in the relationship. And the 20% is how you communicate and how you work through things within your actual relationship. And that's what a lot of people miss. Um, but yeah, so that was the third one. The third one is commitment. Oh, nope, sorry. <laughs> that was the first one. Thir- the third one is hard work and growth on both sides right? Growth individually, personal growth to bring your best self to the team. And the last one is a hell, a level, a hell of a lot of communication and understanding the truth, the truth about your partner. Because um, what we discovered in, in kind of going to, through this whole journey is like when you, have a communi- uh, when you have a conversation where you're communicating with your, your partner, there's usually um, three conversations going on, right? So there's the actual conversation of words that you're, that's going back and forth. But then Kayleen's having a conversation in her head of all the things that she doesn't want to say, all the things that, that she's thinking that she isn't saying, right? All the feelings, all the emotions, everything that's going on in her head that she's not saying. And then I have the same thing going on in my head. So I have all these thoughts, all these feelings, everything else in my head. So you really have those three conversations. And where a lot of conflict arises is that you, you just believe that you're having this conversation here but you don't understand what's going on in my brain and I don't understand what's going on in her brain. And a lot of time, I don't even know what's going on in my brain when the conflict's there. You're not even aware. You're not. You're not aware of the emotions that you personally have or what you're personally bringing to the table. You're not aware of the thoughts that you're having. You're not aware of the thoughts that you're repressing because you don't want to get hurt or because you're afraid that you're going to say something wrong and get hurt. Like You're not aware of that. And then you're holding all these things back and then you're just fighting on this thing, this conversation in the middle that has nothing to do with what you're actually thinking or feeling. So what, like, the, the last part is, like, really truly understanding, and I didn't write this down, but tr- finding the truth within, within yourself and your own mind and the truth within her, um, your, her mind, your partner's mind as well. So you, you become aware of those three conversations. You become aware of that, you know, obviously you're aware of what the words are being said, but you try to dig deeper into understanding 
that conversation that your partner's having inside of their head and try to really be aware of the conversation that you're having inside of your head and really try to identify the truth because a lot of times like you you're you have a conversation you're fighting about this thing in the middle that has nothing to do about like (laughs) the actual problem you're fighting about like just situational things that have nothing to do with how that person is actually feeling well the thing is a lot of times you're making assumptions so on both sides there's like the dialogue between you and then in in my head and in my emotional whatever being and you know how I'm feeling what I'm thinking I'm making a lot of assumptions and I'm not making them clear and in Brad's head same thing is happening he's making a lot of assumptions and he's not making them clear so you know I might have maybe been mad at him because he you know he shut the door to the car harder than he usually does and I was like why'd you slam the door but in my head I'm saying he's mad at me why is he always mad at me he always does that and so I'm I'm assuming he's mad at me right I'm I'm just assuming that this is absolutely about me and you know in Brad's head the dialogue is I I didn't slam the door and his head is like oh my gosh she is always on me for these little stupid things like why is she why is this even a conversation like it's windy and it blew the door shut like this isn't an issue like she always picks out all these little things and so he's kind of assuming these things and I'm kind of assuming these things and we're having a dialogue that is not even close (laughs) not even close to the situation and so what we want to try to work to do is is find the truth find the truth in what you're feeling find Mm -hmm. the truth in what they're feeling and find the truth in the situation and that comes with a lot of skill in communicating and that could be a whole nother 10 hours of of conversation here. But but to work to find, you know, what's true, what's real, and emotions Mm -hmm. are real. They're both valid on both sides. And how do we resolve them? You know, because this this really isn't about the door. And if that dialogue has nothing to do with it, well, what are we even doing? Why are we even talking about that? So finding the truth in the situation, in the conversations, in the moment to moment, what is really happening? What is really going on? How are you feeling? How am I feeling? Why do we feel like that? How can we resolve that? How can Mm -hmm. we make that better? And that's what it comes down to. The truth in how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, the truth in how they're feeling, why they're feeling that way, and then the truth of the dialogue and the conversation in your team. How can we make this better as a team? Mm -hmm. You know, that's... Yeah, finding the truth is very, very, very simple. It comes down to you asking questions. In your own mind, like how am I feeling? Why am I feeling that way? The best question is why, why ask why ask why to yourself, you know, why, why am I feeling this way? Cause it's good to reflect on yourself first. So you're not like, um, you know, fighting back or like feeding that conflict. So ask yourself, why am I feeling this way? And I, I, I almost guarantee that like, I, I wouldn't ask myself, why am I feeling this way? I would just, I would just accept my emotions for the way they were. And I wouldn't ask, why do I feel this way? So the first thing is like, you know, ask your sw- question, question yourself, ask yourself why. And then once you like understand yourself you fully understand yourself ask your partner hey why do you feel that way or like why do you why did you get upset with with the door and then she'd be like oh well because um because it it feels like you're you're always mad at me like oh okay i I, i'm not mad at you like i love you and like i really care about you the wind actually just like just caught it and then you can resolve the real issue you're just like oh okay and then it's fine then you're not fighting over something that you're not fighting with that like that weird just like middle ground of just pure emotion and not really understanding the um, true intent behind maybe each not side. even the intent but like this just the truth you're not understanding the truth behind each side so that's really it's really really important and our final point that was our final point that was our final point okay. that was the fourth one we can I'll, I'll go over the four yeah why don't we recap them 
So the first one was commitment over the long term, right? Getting rid of the backup plans, committing 100% and going all in on this thing. The second one is patience and a belief in a better future. So building that belief that you can do this on both sides and that comes along with the commitment as well. The third one is hard work and growth on both sides. So the personal growth, like we said, 80% of, of the relationship is the personal growth of each individual and 20% is what the actual work within the relationship. So you gotta do a lot of personal work. Each mm -hmm. person, regardless of whether or not you have PTSD, I promise you that everybody, regardless of whether or not they have PTSD, have a lot of work to do. You have so a lot of past, you have a lot of emotions. Everybody's hurt. Uh, again, whether it, whether it's something real big and like real obvious like PTSD or just, just kind of little things, you know, like, like that maybe that don't cause like what you would consider PTSD. Everyone's hurt and pain is pain and, and pain hurts. Mm -hmm. And so resolving those pasts, resolving, you know, whatever is bothering you. So it doesn't affect your present and making sure all your emotions serve you and serve your relationship appropriately. And of course, you know, that's, that's what I do in Broken to Unbreakable. I teach people how to do that, how to resolve your past, how to heal from your past, what you need to overcome something so huge like PTSD mm -hmm. and, and how to build those beliefs and, and, and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then a lot, the last one, the fourth one was a hell of a lot of communication and understanding the truth about your partner and yourself. And that really comes down to asking questions and you want to find that truth within yourself about how you're feeling first, ask why, why do I feel this way? And then bring that to your partner in it. Hopefully you can do that calmly and ask them, Hey, why do you feel this way? And then find the truth, um, the real truth. Cause remember there were three conversations. You have the one that you're having verbally and then the one you're having inside your head and the one that your partner's having inside their head. So you want to find the real truth and the truth is what's going on in your head. Um, and now the last thing that we're talking about today is where is the best place to even start? Because we threw a lot at you. And um, a lot of you guys, if, if you got value out of this and you, like, you're like, okay, 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 th those are a lot of good things, like you should go back and listen to this again. Because really like these, these four things, and we just gave you a ton of stuff that if we knew back in the beginning would have just completely transformed things really, really quickly for us. So go back and listen to this again. Um, but where's the best place to start? The best place to start is always starting with you, right? So you you have to work on yourself first. That is the most, 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 most important thing. You have to commit to yourself. You have to kind of figure yourself out. Yes, there, these these things often happen, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like at the same time, right? Because you're, you're, you know, you have to work on yourself as well as you're in a relationship likely, right? So mm -hmm. the, these things happen at the same time. But the first step is to kind of to work on yourself. And then to start to get knowledge, you know, to start to listen to podcasts like this, you know, take action on the things that we say and start to get knowledge on this subject, on this topic, right? We're giving you the references. This is possible. You can overcome PTSD. You can heal your relationship after PTSD and everything that goes with it and, you know, become not just a good relationship, but an amazing relationship. So we're giving you those references. And what it's time to do now is it's time to take action. So, you know, there are, I mean, we just really just scratched the surface. And I know we talked for a while and we did throw a lot of information, but we really just scratched the surface on all of this stuff. It's, I mean, it, it's complicated. Relationships are complicated. You know, it, it mm. just, it, it just is. And there's a lot that goes into it. So, you know, we love to share what we can. Mm -hmm. And what Brad and I have done is we've put together a free case study video for you. So we're talking more about PTSD and relationships and, you know, uh, some indicators that, 
your relationship might need help like right now. Some things that we wish we knew that it was like, okay, this is really time. Some things that like, how do we save our relationship? We wish we, we do all of this because we don't want anyone to feel the pain that we felt. You know, I almost lost him. He's the love of my life. I did lose him a few times. And if we had this information, if we had any hope, any belief, anyone giving us resources and guides and references, we would have eaten them up and it would have made it yeah. that much easier, right? And so that's what we're working on doing for you all. And, you know, why 70% fail? Why 70% end up in divorce or, or you know, or you break up and you, you lose the love of your life? We don't want that for anyone. Mm. That's devastating. I'm a sucker for love. I love love. And <laughs> I wouldn't want anyone to go through anything like that. So we put together a free case study video kind of answering those questions. And this, this week, Brad and I will be doing um, free relationship recovery consultations. So we're going to talk about, you know, your current situation, your current relationship, what's going on there, what your goals are, and we're going to bridge the gap between the two. So that's what we'll be doing this week. So yeah. go and check out the case study video. It's overcomingptsd.info slash love. So overcomingptsd.info slash love. Y you know, we're going to answer all those questions. And then at the end, you can schedule a time to chat with one of us about mm -hmm. your relationship and about your current situation and about what you want it to look like and then bridge the gap on how to get there and, and how to point yourself in the right direction and look for it and kind of like what to do next and to yeah. try to kind of orient yourself. Yeah, yeah, because it's one thing to listen to podcasts like this, but uh, we want to help you on a more personal level. Um, so definitely go check out that case study video. You'll get, you'll get a ton of value from that. And then schedule a call with us, and we'll personally, we'll personally get on the phone. You have the opportunity to personally get on the phone with us, um, so we can help you one on one through the struggles that you're going through right now with the person that you love. And that's, I mean, that, this is why we do everything we do. So you get like that opportunity to talk with us. We want to help you. We want to reach out and give back and share. Um, so if you if you really enjoyed this podcast, you will get an unbelievable more amount of value from a call with us because really we get to dive deep into your specific situation obviously like right now we can just give you like general principles and concepts um which you have to personally apply but when you get on the phone we get to really dig into your your situation and really you know find the reasons why things are the way they are and how to you know fully resolve them that's awesome yeah so like 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 Kayleen said it's overcoming ptsd.info slash love and we'll try it we'll link it below in and the we'll comments link it below and stuff. And yeah uh, yeah and that's where you can find it yeah. if you're on instagram it's in the bio if you're on anything else, we will link it below. Yeah, so go in the link below and uh, click that link. Register for the case study, simple, and then uh, schedule a call with us if you are if you are interested. So that's what we have for you today, mm -hmm. right? Anything else? Nope, that's it. Okay, we love you. We believe in you. We so appreciate you all showing up here and listening to us. You know, you can do this. Your relationship can do this. Is it possible to save your relationship from PTSD, Brad? It is. It is. Okay, so we answered the question. We, we, we're debunking the myths. You can recover from PTSD. You can save your relationship. We're here for you. We believe in you. We want to give you that boring machine. You know, We want to <laughs> give you that, yeah. that, that drill that will cut through all the walls that much faster. We don't want anyone to be in pain. Mm -hmm. So that's why we do what we do. We're here to serve you. We're here to, to make your life the best it can be and to save you a ton of pain, a ton of time, Oftentimes, tons of money. I think the average divorce costs like $15,000 on average. Yeah, it's like $15,000 yeah. and you lose the love of your life. That's devastating in a lot of regards. 
So mm-hmm. that's what we're here to do. We love you. We believe in you. Thank you for showing up. If you like this, um, or maybe share it with your partner. If you're a partner, share it with the other partner. That would be probably a good idea, a good place to yeah. start. So yeah. you guys are all on the same page. So mm-hmm. if you like it, if you hate it, make sure that you rate us. Make sure you give us feedback. We love your feedback. We so appreciate when you rate us, it helps us reach more people organically and sharing it on Facebook and, and this, that, and the other thing. So make yeah. sure to share it with your significant other and make sure we're all on the same page and go watch that case study. It will be a really good thing for you to do for your relationship today. Yeah. Okay. That's what we got. That's what we have. All right. We will see <laughs> you all very, very soon. We love you. We believe in you. And we'll see you tomorrow. I love that little awkward pause at the end that we have every single Every episode. single time. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. So that's what we got. All right. See you guys later. Bye-bye.